Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, ladies, today we have a special guest with us. We are chatting with Vanessa Simpkins. She is the founder of Take Your Power Back Now, which is a seven-figure women's empowerment coaching company and the name of her number one best-selling book, which is the book that launched a global movement sharing the story she never wanted to tell about healing from a toxic relationship and thriving. So her work has been on Fox, ABC, CBS, NBC Television, Huffington Post, you know, kind of big deal kind of stuff. So this is going to be good. Um, She's passionate about teaching inner breakthrough work and online marketing and sales strategies. So women are empowered to make their own money so that they can be a choice in relationship and not stay in lousy jobs or lousy relationships because of fear, which I think so many people do. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, so this is going to be fun. So thanks so much for hanging out with us. I feel like this is going to be a no nonsense, straight to the point, no bullshit kind of here we go. Yes. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Yeah, let's dive in. Yeah. How did you, how did this all begin? How did you be like, okay, you know what? I'm a badass. I'm going to teach other people how to do this. It just happened to grow a seven figure business. Well, you know, I actually wasn't a badass, Erin. I was like selling mops and lint removers. I had gone bankrupt. Well, perfect. All right. Even better. You know, as an entrepreneur, trying my hand at these different businesses. And I was in this relationship for eight years with Back then, what I would call a narcissist, but like now, you know, I've been in business for over a decade plus. I can say that narcissism and codependency are two adaptive strategies to trauma, their solutions. But back then, I didn't know that. I just knew that I was, oh my God, in a relationship with a narcissist and I almost died one night. This is a true story in a hotel. He threw me across the hotel room. We were both drinking. Yeah. And I was praying to God for years, you know, show me my purpose. What's my purpose? I'll surrender. I'll do it. You know? Yeah. And um, when I escaped from the, the hotel room and the taxi, I was like, God, why is this happening? And this booming voice said, so you can help women not fall into the same pattern. And then I started crying. That scared the living shit out of me. I don't want to talk about emotional <laughs> abuse and healing trauma. And I was just going to run around with my safe, you know, from bankrupt to $900 a day selling mops book, right? Yeah. That's how I started my business. That was safe. I could talk about sales. That's like the safe shit. Right. Don't make me be really vulnerable. Don't make right. me really share the, you know. And so my business was really, take your power back now. I actually sat on that story for five years. And um, when I was living in Hawaii, I'd moved from Canada to Hawaii. I'm originally from Montreal. Uh, this psychic lady kind of rang me up and she's like, you're going to have like a whole new business. Like you're going to, you have a little speedboat now, but you're going to have like a, a tanker, like an oil tank. Are you ready for that? You're going to write another book. I'm like, no, I'm not. She goes, yeah, you are. I said, no, I'm not. She goes, no, you really are. And I was like, Is it this whole thing you power back? Is this this thing, this story? She's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that, that story just, you know, changed so many thousands of lives with women all around the world. It got me featured on national television. It launched a booming uh, women's empowerment business, teaching women all around the world how to really take their power back now from the fucking ego, man, and all of the resistance and all of the old stories and the old traumas that are trapped inside our bodies, the the attachment wounds we have when we're you know, uh, in relationship. And so it was like exiting this relationship. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to heal everything in my life. I'm going to take the next year 
I'm going to go inside and figure out what in the hell in me attracted this reflection out here. And, and that's when the real work began. And I mean, that was over well over a decade ago. And I'm, I'm still in the game, man. It just keeps getting deeper and deeper. <laughs> deeper, right. yeah. I, I feel like you bring up such a good point too, because even I'm like learning about myself as you just said that, because I'm thinking like, how many women like just like a superficial sense of success? Yeah, you make money. You know what I mean? You're selling mops or whatever. So you're like, cool, I'm making money. I'm doing this and whatever. And it gives you like, I don't want to say a false sense of pride, right? Because there's pride in what you're doing and building something, but it's so surface level. It's not like deeper and that you attracted that bigger success as you went deeper, right? And I think sometimes we as women, we just want to prove that we're enough. So we make the sales, we make the money, look how important we are, but there's still that gap. There's still that unfulfillment kind of, right? Because we don't want to go. I don't want to go deeper, right? I have a hard time myself going deeper. I don't like it. Like I like to just have fun and sit at the surface, right? Oh, I'm (laughs) learning a lot about that right now. I'm doing this whole (laughs) yoga of intimacy, which is really about life only meets you to the extent that you're meeting yourself. Right. Yeah. Yes. And it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Because it's like, when you start to see the pieces like connect, you're like, holy crap, this is amazing. It almost becomes like, you know, obviously we we use those words thrown around, like, you know, you're awakened, right? It, It ignites something inside and you're like, how did I go this whole time, like sleepwalking through life and not thinking and, and connecting the pieces? Because otherwise you're just kind of settling and being in this complacent, uh, place of complacency where, you know, now as you go deep, you're like, Whoa, that's making sense. And look at that pattern who connects to that one who does this, who does that. And it's like, wow, that's life change. That's transformation. So I'm all about depth. I love going deep. So, so do I, there's a quote that I love, you know, about, I'm not afraid of what is it? I'm not afraid of failure. It's like, I'm afraid of like shallow, shallow people. I'm not afraid of, yeah. I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of shallow living. That's the quote, you know, Ooh, that's yeah. nice. I like that. And just recently, I mean, I've been through here, here the journey continues, right? Mm-hmm. So I was married. I got divorced during the pandemic and took another deep dive this time into like, wow, healing trauma, reparenting my inner child. And, you know, get separated seven weeks later, do, 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 completely new creature shows up on my scene. Super sexy, manly man. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, talk wow. about reflections, right? right? Yeah. We're only getting our reflection. Mm-hmm. And so this is the big trip, I think, for really women to grasp was like, you know, all these like law of attraction, I'm going to manifest my man. I want him to look like this and I want him to do this and that. But like, are you being that for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not out there. It's, you know, you're chasing for this thing out there. And even when you have all the things, guys, I've many, I've generated over $12 million in sales in the last seven years of my business. I run a team of 30 fucking people, you know, seven sales teams, booming masterminds, retreats in Hawaii, written best selling books. I've done all the things, guys. Yeah. And I can tell you, it actually doesn't like you can look for your significance in the chase in and there was a part of me that was like i need to prove myself i need to prove myself i don't need to prove sweet fuck all to anybody <laughs> i've been at the top of that mountain i planted the flag and now i'm sitting in a fucking chair saying all right now what yep yeah and being willing to like 
you want to talk about deep, you know, get honest, like, wow, what a journey that was to be like, okay, all of these thousands of women around the world that have had incredible success with my programs. And I'm like, yeah, might take a stage left over here and do like really racy, you know, unleash your inner freaking goddess, like photo sessions with women now in my, I'm going to make a studio in my garage and do dance retreats here in Mount Shasta and Kauai. And like, let me help you cultivate this inner, you know, magic. Um, I still love helping them with business. I still love, you know, I, I love helping women put like language and also like healing through their visibility blocks, because that's, this is what it's really all about, right? Your worthiness is going to touch your love and your money. And then when I started to really understand this was probably back in 2016, when my business was just taken off like a rocket, I was starting to really invest in paid advertising. I had, that was probably the first year I had a couple hundred people come through my masterminds. And my mastermind was about 10K in 30 days, like make a bunch of money. Woohoo, you know? Right. And then like four of these women got engaged and married that year. Like what the, what, what's happening here? That's really, what's going on here? Yeah. And, and then I started to really, you know, dive into this. It's your, your inner concepts of self, your beliefs. Most people are just unaware of them, right? Mm-hmm. Living the surface. Mm-hmm. But we all get payoffs for not getting what we want. Yep. There's a yeah. payoff there. That's where look. Oh, I like this. You're t- you're really hitting home with me. I mean, I don't know if you can see my book behind me. It's called Chasing Perfection. I mean, mm-hmm. there was a reason why I thought that chasing perfection would, you know, equate to getting all the things that I I long for inside. And you know, obviously, perfection. You know, we we could say that you know it it's that chase. It's the illusion. It doesn't exist. And at least that burnout, right? So it was it, it was taking that step back to really do that inner work to come through and feel like, why did I have to feel this need to be perfect in all these areas of my life, you know, and kind of going back and doing that deep work. So yeah, the subtitle of that is called A Journey to Healing, Fitness, and Self-Love. So mm-hmm. like I said, I love going deep. And, and you know, when you start discovering, you know, we, we can look at things from that surface level and we place blame or, you know, just accept what is, but yet the reality is we have to go deep. So I love that you talked about that in your own journey. It's like going through some of that childhood trauma, or even, you know, we can look at like, it was trauma last week. Yeah. But yeah, where did that stem from? And so we have to go follow the red thread all the way back to the beginning. And it's like, like you said, everything becomes a reflection of that inner work that's done within. So and you know, talk about a journey of courage, man. You know how how much pain mm-hmm. to process and face. Like I was a rescuer in my marriage. I rescued. I mean, go and re- abandon myself and rescue you, so you don't leave me. Uh, you know, uncovering all of that, and then like, wow, yeah, rescuing that part. And it's so interesting. The more inner work I did, all of these reflections in my life went away. You feel like it almost like, I think for me, it was almost like somebody just peeled off the lens off my eyes and I started to see the world through a new lens and, and it was this beautiful life. And I was like, that was, that was there this whole time. And I had no idea. Yeah. The the deep presence and the deep peace and the, the, um, it's like coming into your body in a whole new way. Like, oh, this is where I live. Yeah. I'm not out there frantic mind going 5,000 miles an hour. You know, I see life in symbols. I have a very deep spiritual life and like very, very deep. I don't 
think I see, you know, somebody did my human design. They're like, Vanessa, you are a fucking archetype unto yourself. Like there's no one else like you. And I always felt that way. But when I moved to this house here in Mount Shasta, I'm talking about symbols, you know, reflections, inner, outer. I bought this property for the trees, these massive trees and view of the mountain. In the backyard, there was these two dead trees. And they symbolized my ex-husband and I. Mm-hmm. And also people that were running my business. And they needed to go. And it's right. taken two years cutting down those trees. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's like this week, the guys are here in the front yard here doing the yard work. But this week, that whole back acre is getting completely cleared out. It's been two years of burning. Right. Yeah. Burning away the old. Right. to make space for the new. And I think yeah. that's one of my favorite, you know, euphorisms, or I don't even know it's a quote or whatever it is of, of bringing this idea of like death and, and rebirth to women. Like what must die in order for something new to be born? There's a lot of things, but yeah. And I love that because it's like for us to, to move forward, we have to let go of the things that are no longer serving us or just like kind of, you know, cutting the dead weight, right? So we have to prune the branches, we have to trim the split ends, like it's to regenerate new life. And I think, you know, for most people, when they kind of start this deep dive journey, it's not an overnight success. It's a constant, you, it's a commitment. Like you sign yeah. up for a life to a go. way of life, right. it's a way of living. Which is a yeah. big, big commitment for some of us people. <laughs> so question that leads into what I was going to ask. I think like if people listen to stuff like this, right? Like, like people are aware, like, like myself, for example, there's people like aware, like there's a deeper way to go and do all this kind of stuff, but it it's, it's hard. I guess, what would you say to someone that's like, okay, like, I know I could go deeper and I'll probably learn all this stuff and, and meet myself and life will meet me, but, but it just seems like it's so different for people, right? Because like someone hearing your story right now might be like, she went deep and then boom, explosion in her business. I'm going to do that. But I imagine it takes years and years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just said, it's a long commitment. I guess at what point do people realize if like, I'm, I'm doing this correctly. I'm doing this the right way. I'm, I'm finding out more about myself or I'm just bringing up old wounds that were dead and buried and fine. And I don't really need to rebring them up to my life. Well, your life is going to give you a wake up fucking call or 10 of them or, well, I mean, a wake up call could be a variety of things. So when, (laughs) you know, a divorce is a pretty big wake up call, you know, Um, that experience in the hotel room, that was a fucking wake up call. Yeah, And a lot, you know, I, I can say to myself, I, I asked source for like, can you give me like a toothpick wake up call instead of a two by four? Like I'll take a toothpick, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm very, I'm actually, you know, exiting my marriage. I'm, I'm kind of proud at the way that it was not a, um, it was uneventful. It was a closure with like, okay, there's meaning and there's these lessons. And yeah, of course you go through the grieving process, but it, it was not, there was no court battle. There was no, it was like, Hey, if you want some furniture, like come back and you know, I've got tons of furniture and Hey, take the truck for four months. And it was peaceful as peaceful as it can get, but we are creatures of habit. And so, you know, some of the signs to look for when you know that your ego protective mechanisms or inner wounded child is running your life. And it's not actually like, your fuck yes, it's not your like beingness, is that life becomes kind of, you know, boring. You're like, okay, I have the house, the car, the this, the that, and I'm still missing something, you know. 
Yeah. Uh, for a lot of, you know, high powered CEO, you know, boss babes and, you know, seven figure earners, you know, they, they run in their masculine energy and then they're disconnected from their bodies. They're disconnected from their feminine. They're disconnected from their flow. That was the case for me, you know, yeah. and I was, you know, I wanted to prove to myself, but I got to the top and I was like, wait a minute, I created this whole thing and it's actually not really what I want. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of lonely yeah. up there too. Yeah. And it was really fast and crazy and busy. And I have this really calm, peaceful life now in the mountains with my chickens in the backyard. And, yes. you know, like I'm 11 minutes from the ski hill. And, you know, it's a very, very different life that I have. And I can travel now. I'm excited to go back to Hawaii. I haven't been in two years. Yeah. So, like, f- feeling like there's more to life. Like, is this all, is this all it's going to get? Or you're in a relationship problem something's happening in your relationship <clears throat> maybe you the intimacy is gone maybe you're having you know this conversation of should i stay or should i go because that's the reflection of you so as i mean i would say as long as you're enjoying your life and things are things are good there's no deep inner knocking on your heart i think i, I think you're doing great but this you know the women that i that seem to find me that want to work with me are like Wow, I have this huge purpose. It scares the living shit out of me. Remember, my purpose scared the shit out of me. And they know they're capable of more. They're, you know, super talented and or they're already made it. They've are they're already at a couple hundred thousand, you know, a year in their business and they want to really have explosive growth, but they don't want to lose themselves in the process. So people, human beings are creatures of change, and we usually don't make a change unless the fear of staying the same becomes more painful than the fear of the unknown. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And, and you actually brought up something that I, that I kind of want to ask about too, because I just, I'm curious to know your experience on this. Um, you had mentioned about just, you know, a lot of that masculine energy, because I think with women, we tend to be those drivers. We feel like in our business and, and in life, like we got to do it all and we got to do it all well. And so having that masculine, you know, the, the energy kind of take over that we don't really harness the feminine and when we do, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, this is just feels a little bit weird. So we kind of just push it back and we keep going driving in the masculine energy. I'm wondering if if that does tie back into, you know, some of those trauma or the inner child, because at that rate, it, it almost becomes the survival mechanism because with the masculine energy, it's about just protection. It's about getting through and doing the best you can with whatever. So I'm wondering, because in my own journey, I kind of felt the same way. Throughout my my own personal journey, I was told, like, tap into the feminine energy. I was like, what am I supposed to wear? Like, lace and dance around the house? Like, I don't know what that even looks like or feels like. Because I didn't realize that there, how much I was driving in the masculine. But kind of tying, you know, a little bit of your story and my story together. I'm just curious to know, like, is that masculine energy, does it really show up in those places of fear where we feel like there's lack of control? Um, Say, for example, in your marriage where you were with a controlling narcissist, like you almost had to put on that masculine energy shield for protection too. Is that, I don't know. I mean, it just kind of came to me right now. I was just listening to the story and thinking about how I did that a lot. I think that's a really interesting question. I would say that there is a place to be in your mat. Before I get answered the question, there is a really good, you know, place to be in your masculine. Like I just burned down, burned some shit in my backyard. I put my freaking boots on, went out there, had a great time. You know, I was in my masculine. I'm gonna make this fire, pour the gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was exciting. You know, like 
it's masculine energy. You know, if I go skiing or if I, you know, like it's, it's, um, there's a place for it in your business. Mm -hmm. The problem happens when it becomes unbalanced and you don't know how to switch between feminine and masculine. Right. And I think women who operate so much in their masculine, it's because it is not safe to be in the feminine. And then now we're, now we're going deep. Now we're going to go and find out, well, why is that? What are the limiting beliefs around, you know, and the the mind, right? Our, our, right. Our, well, the mind is a recording and playback device. Something happens, we make it mean something. And then the rest of our life, even if we have a great person in our life, we may sabotage it. I did that just recently. You know, I'm still learning. I'm like, I want a baby now. We got to plan to have a kid in the next 12 months, on it, on it, on it, you know? And he's like, Woo! you know? <laughs> My friend Danny would say, you got foisted, you know, you went way in the future and, and you know, yeah. so we either live in the present moment or we are worried about a future, which is a projective of our past bullshit, or we don't want the past to recreate itself. So this is really, you know, if you look at the feminine energy, it's flowing, it's present, it's in her body, it's, it's loving it's being loving. That's the gift that the feminine brings. And so when there's an imbalance there, when we don't know how to switch from one to the other, that's an indication of a wounded feminine. Also, you know, women who, you know, criticize constantly, it's, it's a wounded feminine. And now we're going to get into, okay, trauma in the bot, trauma, you know, what kind of programming did we get as children from our parents what have not we completed with mom dad what are the what are the payoffs of you know being in the masculine i don't have to go deep don't have to really be vulnerable don't have to get hurt don't have to have children and screw up my kids like my parents screwed me up you know that was mine <laughs> <laughs> so the the work that I love to do is uncovering this these you know these stories with women and doing that healing work and then creating new you know new beliefs new you know for for the 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 vision for your life that you have now not from something that was created 10 years ago 5 years ago and that's where the magic is a magic of new beginnings, you know, trusting the process of new beginnings, but not losing your real self, you know, like, right. what do you really want here? It's not, listen, I can tell you, it was hard to let go of this crazy booming business, man. That really was like fed a lot of my significance, you know, shit, but mm, actually I want to have a kid and I don't really, I want to, I want my money to make me money and I want peaceful profits. So I manifested a, a passive income opportunity with blockchain and crypto I think it's making like a thousand, a hundred dollars, hundred and five dollars a day for me right now. So it's just getting started, but it's super exciting. And I still love my coaching business, but you know, I'm just going to say props to every woman out there who finds the courage to strap her tits on and change course and look yeah. inside and do the deep work. And, you know, and then, it, you know, I think for a lot of women in business, it becomes, you want to share that journey. You want to share, you know, the nuggets and the gold so that you, you know, it doesn't, people don't get two by fours hit by, you know, with these unconscious two by fours, they can avoid some of the pain. And right. And I feel like that when you go through that journey, that, that actually does become the the purpose, 
right? So yeah. when we look at like purpose, we're, you know, we see women who are like, I'm just waiting for my purpose to happen or, and it's like, no, usually it, you know, it finds you by, by doing that hard work. Um, it's there and it, there's always meaning in life. And if you haven't tapped into doing some of that work to find your meaning, like what is the things that are most passionate to you and light you up and like purpose-driven aspects, you know, it's just kind of twofold. So when you do that in your work, you start to see things from a whole different perspective and your purpose is like, Oh, well, if I had to overcome that and I know it was long and hard, arduous journey, like all this stuff, like I have to figure out a way to simplify things for women so that they too don't have such an arduous journey that could take them decades and lifetimes and whatnot. So it's kind of like when you do the work, that becomes that purpose to to give back to others. But yeah, I love that you had mentioned earlier about, you know, using the analogy with the two trees. It's like, for, for us, when we look at like grief or loss, we think that that we lost a piece of us. Um, but I always like to see it, you know, when we look at it, shifting that perspective with loss comes massive gain because there's always something new to be found because it's a, it's to begin anew. Um, yeah, we, we live in a life of duality. Right. That was a really hard concept for me to understand. But this place of can you can you hold yourself in duality, you know? Because yeah. you, the 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 greater life storms, the greater life rewards. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's something to really, you know, if any of the listeners are here going through some, like, whoa, you know, big scary change. Oh my God, I don't know what's happening. You know, just know that this too shall pass, and you know, to the extent that you're able to withstand extreme loss, grief, you know, pain is also to the op, you know, on the opposite side, on the other side of it, you have access to high states of joy, peace, acceptance. It's like, how high do you want to, what can you hold? Right. So it's like, we're longing for all those things, but yet we're stuck on the other side in that suffering state. So it's about, you know, detaching, letting go, uh, beginning anew, being present in, in the presence is where you create your future. And it's like that to me, when I got there, I was like, I didn't understand the presence. It was just kind of like, okay, present. Yep. I was aware of my three breaths. Okay. Can we move on? I got all these things I have to do. And it's like, no, no, no. When you're just in that presence. And like you said, tapping into more of that feminine energy, that's where the creative magic happens. That's where life begins. It's you're breathing new life as you begin to, to be in it. It's like, you know, when we look at that, if you want to tie in like manifestation too, you're creating it in the present moment and you get to create and step into it as you continue moving forward towards the things that you love. And that's the love of letting go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, th- I mean, this stuff is cool to me. This this is what fascinates me. <laughs> so. Again, too. It all it's all connected, and I think one of the this is a nugget that I want to share because it's been profoundly insightful for me in the last week or so. Is that intimacy always exists? It's always there, but are we meeting it? Because I'm on this trip right now of intimacy. I'm like, I'm gonna have it all, like everything, like really all everything. <laughs> And, you know, I want to be, I want, I want like juicy passion for my whole life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't buy into this whole story of like, oh, when the honeymoon's over, I'm like, fuck that noise, man. No, <laughs> no, fuck off. <laughs> every day, every day. Yeah. Every day. I want big, juicy fucking life every day. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's exactly what I want. And I want kids and I want a business and I want passive income and I want travel and adventure. And yeah, I do. Yeah. That's what I desire. Fuck yeah. 
I'm going to show up for that. So this idea of intimacy and, and, and really excavating the shame. And so this is another area that I love to work in with women because, you know, going through this process of getting divorced and all these things burning down and my business, you know, reconfiguring it. And there was a lot of shame there, right? My identity was like, oh my God, this, the bikini business coach, you know, skyrocket your confidence and cash flow. Yes, yes, yes. I've made millions of dollars. Yes, I've done all those things, but it's like, wow. The shame, you know, that came from like losing that identity. And what happens, you know, with shame is that our guilt, you know, these lower vibrations as they run your life, right? And and how do you heal that? Well, you you bring your secrets into the sacred, you share your shame, you share your truth with love. And so intimacy is always here, but are we really meeting it? Are we just, you know, like somebody says, Oh, how are you? You're like, Oh, yeah, I'm good. And you know. It's bullshit. You were like crying in the car two minutes before, you know, that's like, we're not meeting life. I always say like, you know, 90% of success is showing up and that's damn truth. Are you showing up? Are you being honest and vulnerable? It takes a lot of vulnerability. So I just practice this. Like somebody's like, Hey, how's it going? I'm like, Oh, you know, and I tell the truth. Yeah. And the most incredible fucking, you know, incredible conversations and nuggets and stories and like support and inspiration would come from like the guys cleaning my yard, you know, or like the entreport specialist named Dan. That's like, I've never, I've spoken to twice in my life about my account. And he's like telling me these like stories about how him and his wife met and got pregnant a week later. And like, just like, wow, <laughs> man, holy smokes. Like the magic that meets you when you are intimate with self. Mm-hmm. And so like anywhere on that journey is a great place to start. There are some people who don't even know what they want, who don't even aren't even in touch with their desires, who aren't really in touch with their bodies, who, you know, because there's so much, and I get it, there's a lot of pain. Yeah. can be a lot of pain that lives in the body and it can be really hard, which is why I love dancing. I, I love, I'm I've been chewing on this now for like a, a, a bit over a year, but I'm going to be hosting some pretty rad feminine embodiment dance retreats for one here in Mount Shasta and uh, Kauai, Hawaii. I'm really excited about that. I'm actually taking a trip yeah. here in, in April, in a couple months, a couple weeks. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that's a couple weeks away is April. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that too, because it's it's right before I moved up here. When you're talking about just telling people the truth instead of like, oh, everything's great. I was like so upset about stuff happening with like my little toddler. And I was at the um, this story time and these moms, all they said to me was like, oh, how old's your son? And I started like crying because <laughs> I was like, he's 22 months because he he's just has a little speech delay. He's not saying words. He just babbles. And like these moms were like godsend. I was like, they were just like telling me all these stories and he's fine. And trust me, I have kids, all this stuff. Right. Where it's like, oh my gosh, like if I would have just been like, oh, he, you know what I mean? And kept going, like I wouldn't have gained that reassurance, you know, like God put those people right there for me. You're right. But we don't want to talk about any of the shitty stuff we go through. Right. Like most people just want to be the mom. That's like, here's my perfect son. And here's my coffee at the store and everything's great. And then I didn't feel bad about it because I knew we were moving in a week. So I told my husband, I was like, I was just cried in front of these women. I'll never see him again. But like they said what I needed to hear at that Isn't time. That magical. So yeah. magical. And this is part of the transformation that I have been so blessed to be able to give women is a safe space for them to be seen and heard. Mm-hmm. You know, hosting masterminds over the last seven, eight years has been just such a blessing 
to be like, yeah, this is this is a safe space for you to explore yourself, to to look at, you know, what are those edges, what are those beliefs? And I mean, my client, I it's an incredible journey. I mean, women have connected in my programs and they're, you know, they, they've started businesses together, they hang out together, they're friends for life, you know. It's yeah, like, yeah. wow. Yeah. You know, sharing your work, you get to create that. And um, I think that's one of the biggest gifts that we can be really is vulnerable and intimate with ourselves. And, and you know, just like you said, Aaron, you're, you're like, that was magical. There was angels. Man. That was some magical fucking shit right there. Yeah. Life can be a magic carpet ride. Yeah. You know? And it starts with us. We can absolutely take our power back now from, you know, the stories, the the protective mechanisms, you know, mm-hmm. the past. And we can heal and we can decide to show up fully and create something completely new, you know, a whole new level. Right. Yeah. And I, I love that you mentioned, you, you know, having that shared, shared space or safe space for women to share these things because you know, if we find ourselves not in an environment where we're able to be our authentic selves, we feel like we're just kind of, you know, shut the lid on us. And, you know, how many times do you say like, Hey, how are you? Like, it's just kind of rolls off your tongue. But then when somebody replies with other than great, fine. Okay. It's like your ears perk. You're like, wait, I wasn't prepared to hear that because we've (laughs) just been so conditioned just to like, they're just casual, you know, niceties and stuff and just be like, okay, that's just casual conversation. But yeah, it's like if you create more of those opportunities or just putting yourself out there like that, you're going to see that it gives other women permission to open up and say the same because they might be on the other side and just be like, I feel like I'm just okaying my way through life. But yet now you just open the door and, you know, somebody else can have that conversation. And 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 when you're constantly in that state, it creates more of it. So that's the beauty and magic behind it. It's like just show up, show up as you are and, Mm -hmm. you know, the imperfect version of you because that's you're just doing the best you can with what you know. But I yeah, love that you, you mentioned that, Vanessa. I love that. There, they, yeah. Can you have enough kindness, grace, compassion for yourself as you move through karma and you realize that, oh, what I didn't know then, but I know now actually created the state that I'm in now. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Can you have enough grace, kindness, compassion for yourself as you move through your karma? And, you know, like women, I think we, we need to learn how to just ask for what we want. Yeah, yeah. setting a a standard like I've been I used to be fucking fierce like I can still be (laughs) if if I'm behaving from a wounded you know if that wounded inner child comes out or if I feel rejected or abandoned you know here comes fierce Vanessa oh my god scary scary but you know asking like this process of like setting new standards and moving through the serenity on the other side I'm kind of I'm refining I'm getting better at this you know where, you know, you ask for what you want, mm-hmm. you know, and then Sometimes. That's, that's opening up, that's facing rejection. So possibly somebody could say no. Right. And it's kind of looking at it and be like, ask for what you want. And, you know, worst case, like you said, they say no, but you're right back to where you are. But it's kind of, again, having that courage and, and knowing that you're worth the ask, knowing yeah. that you're worth getting what you want. Yeah. And um, this touches yeah. love and money. This is why I work a lot with women on sales and confidence, because it's the same thing. Your worthiness, your deservingness, you know, asking for what you want you know, working on your concepts of self, releasing the past, like you, you're, you're going to get what you tolerate, what you accept in your life. Right. And if you're hanging on to something, whether it's an old business model, 
whether it's a job, whether it's a belief, a belief, a story, you know, nature abhors a vacuum. So there is this process again of what must die in order for something to be born, you know, and really loving yourself, really, really like love yourself. You're worth it. Your goals and your dreams are worth it. Your family is worth it. You, you are worth it. You know, your relationship is worth it. It's that's really, that's really the trip. Um, And the, the funny thing that happens as a kind of side note is that you become really fucking authentic that, and, and you, you accept yourself. So then you're able to like, just be present and be you in the presence of others. You're not hiding in shame and that, you know, you, you, you are, you're reflecting to others, this wholeness and it's okay to not be whole. Like I accept in this moment, like if I have a con- the neighbor knocking the door, she's like, here's your eggs. I was like, oh, this happened. And, blah, blah, blah. and she's like, oh my gosh, you know? And it was a totally just a magical conversation. But, yeah. you know, I accept myself enough in my state. So this is a really key, you know, whatever you're feeling, most people, what, what we do is we repress our feelings, you know, or we judge ourselves. So one of the fastest ways to move through and process emotion and kind of get on this magic carpet ride is to notice where you repress or hide and to let it be okay. Like, okay, it's all right. If I'm angry, I should be angry. I give myself permission to be, you know, or upset or sad or disappointed and, you know, allow yourself to, to be, to have it instead of grab the addiction, the Netflix, the cigarette, the drink, the food, right. Let me numb out my feelings and you need to get back into your body, get into your feelings and, and not abandon them. Right. Cause we think that thing out there, that success, that booming business, that million dollar business is going to make me feel whole psych. Right. That marriage, that relationship, this person out here is going to save me. It's going to make me happy. Uh-uh. You get happy, you, you get full, you, you, you know, you get there and then you will attract that reflection and then it becomes a big responsibility too. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's, that's the, you know, reclaiming your power, take your power back and you get to create your own story. Like these stories that we tell ourselves, so whether they're ours or they're, you know, passed on or just, you know, conditioned or whatever that is, but it's like, we have to take a look and are those stories serving us? And if they no longer are, then that's something you need to shine a light on and figure out like, how, how do I change this? How do I create something new? Um, but yeah, I love that. You know, you talk about the, just getting, getting real with yourself. And when we start getting real with ourselves, we stop worrying about what the world thinks, what others think, what any of that stuff, because you just show up as you and you're just like, screw it. I don't care. Take it or leave it. Yep. I love me. And I don't really care if you love me. Cause that's not my job to make you like me. I love me who I, you know, how I am and who I am and all the work that I had to do to get to that point, because I knew what it was like to not feel that way. So it's like, you know, those are those things that you challenge yourself to, um, you know, really stand rooted and grounded. And that becomes that, that confidence, uh, that pillar of confidence that, you know, you're not easily swayed because you're confirmed and confident in who you are. So yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful journey. We just have to commit to taking that ride. And, you know, like a roller coaster, there's there's ups, there's downs, there's scary moments, there's twists, there's turns, there's all kinds of crazy shit that lies ahead of us. But we can't see what's beyond that tunnel when we're in the midst of like hanging upside down on a roller coaster, right? We just have to trust the process and trust to see it through. Trust the process of new beginnings. Mm-hmm. Don't lose yourself along the way. Right. Oh my gosh, this has been such an 
awesome, awesome conversation. I just want to thank you for being our guest. Like this is incredible. You know, of course you are just filled with so much like just juicy stories and and nuggets. And I'm, I'm excited to follow along in this intimate passion driven life that you're creating. So Mm -hmm. how can, how can people find more about you and, and follow along with you and just learn about what Vanessa's up to these days? Yeah, well, my website, takeyourpowerbacknow.com is the best place to start. Join the mail list, uh, mailing list. There's an audio on the Next Evolution of You playbook and also uh, a rad interview that I did on how to release your resistance. I think really powerful. So there's a whole bunch of juicy goodies when you sign up um, at takeyourpowerbacknow.com. And then Facebook, I'm mostly around these days in my Facebook group, The Next Evolution of You. Mm. My personal Facebook page I may get back into YouTube eventually. I've got quite a few videos in YouTube, but they're mostly of like post, pre-Vanessa, I would call her. You know, these days, um, I think the best place to connect with me is probably on Facebook. You're going to get my attention there. Yeah. So I'd love love it if you guys join the group. We have rad conversations in there. Weekly, I go live in there. and then make sure you get on the mailing list because, yeah, it, there's going to be some really juicy uh, adventures opening up, you know, dance retreats. I love I love what happens when women get together. Oh, my God. Yes. So much magic. And then also doing VIP days with women here, I think, you know, like some coaching, but also photography, like for International Women's Day, I posted this really racy picture of me. Yeah, as my tits are on Facebook. I love them. They're gorgeous. <laughs> And I'm like, may you fucking all meet a man that just cracks your fucking heart wide open. And if you're a lesbian, great. A woman who cracks your heart wide open, you know, (laughs) to really experience what letting love lead does for your life. Yeah. And, you know, for me, that's been really just, wow, unleashing so much creativity. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, rad photo shoots with women. I feel that, you know, coming VIP days and you know, that's kind of where you can find me. And I have so loved this conversation. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Erin, for for having this platform and creating this for women. It's just awesome. Thanks for having me as a guest. Absolutely. We look forward to following it. I mean, this is so much, so much goodness that you're bringing to women. And it's just, you know, it's almost a disservice if you don't jump on Vanessa's email list and, and follow along with her because everything that she's doing really is from her heart and pouring back into, you know, giving back to other women who, you know, just like you are, are we're all doing the best we can with what we know on our life's journey. So thank you. We appreciate you so, so much taking time to listen to our podcast. If you love what you've been hearing and you're looking forward to hearing more content from us, be sure you take the time to subscribe, like, and review the Confident Woman podcast. We definitely appreciate you taking the time to do so. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. Um, For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Erin underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.